0: You're listening to the Slumber Party Podcast with your host, Amanda Juicin, a mum of two girls, a child and infant sleep expert, and general sleep lover. If you're a tired parent who is desperate for answers or just someone who loves sleep, this podcast was created just for you. Each episode is packed full of tips and tricks to help you maintain your sanity as well as your social life during the early stages of parenthood. So grab your headphones, it's time to get comfy. right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Slumber Party. I'm your host, Amanda Jusen, creator and founder of Baby's Best Sleep. I help your baby or your child sleep. Because it's awesome when they do. And when they sleep, you sleep. And when you sleep, you're awesome. So it's a pretty I have a great job. Um, Today, I'm, uh, I am showing nepotism. Okay. I have a family member joining me and I'm just putting it out there. uh, (laughs) Because I don't know, I I should just say this because we're going to sound like we know each other because we really do. uh, And we have for years. And Meredith is my cousin. She is my husband's cousin, my cousin by marriage. Um, We've had lots of fun at weddings together over the years. And um, now uh, Meredith, is having a baby which is very exciting for us all and uh during my application process meredith wrote me and she's like what do you think about talking about uh freaking out about baby sleep before the baby is even here and i was like we absolutely have to talk about this so it's not i want to be clear if you're applying to this podcast i want it, you will get in on like great topics like this that people aren't necessarily talking about whether or not you're related to me okay <laughs> <laughs> so welcome meredith welcome hi thank you and this is on going to be on youtube and on youtube now so no picking your nose just save that for after Got i have it. to remind thank myself you. <laughs> um <laughs> And it's funny, I feel like if you're watching this on YouTube, like I started off in full makeup and that like now it's like day four, I'm like, no, it's just, this is what you get. I put on moisturizer and mascara.
1: Well done. (laughs) I did about the same.
0: (laughs) So Meredith, tell me a little bit um, about your question. Uh, I would love to know how far along you are. Just jump in.
1: All right. So I am pregnant with our first child. I'm due in October, October 14th, which would make me about 34 and a half weeks, I guess, a little bit less. You um, look so put
0: together. Clean. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> but at 30, like I was looking at you and I was like, oh, is she like 25 weeks? Like, no, you're going to have a baby very like soon and you seem very calm. Yeah.
1: Um, it's It's been a good pregnancy. Hard at first, really a lot of... Uh, A lot of morning sickness, a lot of nausea, but that's gotten better. So that's good. And Mm -hmm. I've been feeling good. I'm just starting, like we're getting close to the baby being here, which is Mm -hmm. exciting, but a little overwhelming. And I just, I'm someone who needs a lot of sleep normally to function. I go to bed very early. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, People think it's really funny. And I'm just worried about making that transition to going from needing a lot of sleep to knowing I won't really be able to have a lot of sleep, especially right at the beginning And wanting to make sure we set the baby up for success. Yes. Uh,
0: We sound very similar. Like I had people call me to be like, hey, you should figure out this sleep before the baby gets here because like you won't you won't last (laughs) i'm like oh god thank you um (laughs) i have to say for both of my girls so actually um meredith is not finding out the gender of her baby or the sex i'm trying to figure out what the right terminology is is it sex now I think it's gender is a construct. Yes, exactly. exactly. This baby can come out whatever it wants to come out. Um, (laughs) but I, I have, uh, often heard that morning sickness means girl. I don't know. That's anything. Yes.
1: I've been told that, um, the way I'm carrying though, it looks a lot like a basketball is under my, right. Like in my belly. So I don't know. It's really up. No one knows. The only person who's sure is my mother-in-law. She thinks it's a boy. But again, I don't know what that's based on.
0: Oh. And you know, the tricky thing about this is it's like you have the best odds at guessing. Like 50% Mm -hmm. is so good. And so if you (laughs) get it right, like even, you know, eight out of 10 times, you feel like a star,
1: right? Yeah. I have no idea. I have no people keep saying like, do you have, do you have an inkling? I have no idea.
0: I was certain in my heart that both of my girls were boys. And even the, like, I found out the sex and uh, I was like, are are you sure? Or, like, I've just, <laughs> I've heard so many stories about uh women being told it's a girl and I mean honestly this was I have to say my feelings about needing to find out gender have changed quite significantly from the time I had Mm -hmm. kids and my knowledge and education about this so I'm saying these words and I don't feel this way now but I was very I needed to know what he (laughs) or she was and blah 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 and I remember the technician I had um late term ultrasounds because I was late and then for Nora Mm -hmm we went to mexico during zika virus so Ah. i had to be and we this is not on purpose by the way we were like the last pregnant people to show up in mexico i'm not joking (laughs) we showed up we went um right after christmas actually we went we stayed for a week we showed we got home literally three days later there was a huge travel ban and everyone who had gone to mexico needed to be like f- monitored. So it was yeah, a disaster. Yeah. They didn't have like a good Zika test. Um, I, it was like a precursor to coronavirus, I guess. Yeah. And then, so I had like all of these ultrasounds to make sure her head size was appropriate. Yeah, Thankfully okay. it's quite large and she's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out. But I remember both times, both late-term ultrasounds, the technician being like labia, that's her labia it's a girl and I was like "Hmm, I'll believe it when I
1: see it I don't believe you yeah Yeah. um we had an ultrasound at 20 weeks and then we've been very lucky the pregnancy has been um good so I haven't had an ultrasound since then so she asked me this was in coronavirus Brendan couldn't come in she asked me do you want to know I said no and then we haven't really had an opportunity to change our mind about that yeah Yeah. and our (laughs) midwife doesn't even know like wow. the midwife said it's not even written down on their file because we have right. chosen not to find out so it will be a surprise
0: yeah and i i think some technicians or some um places aren't even talking about gender anymore or sex so yeah. um yeah it, it, yeah and and you know what it's probably a move in the right direction because who the hell cares right who the yeah. hell cares doesn't really matter and in the end that's yeah, that child excited yeah exactly there's a baby and that's exciting okay so we got off track but so um (laughs) sleep sleep before and and you know i i wanted to have you on because i think it's such an important discussion to have that a lot of um i will get inquiries from parents uh you know, they're like six weeks and they're like, how do I get on your wait list? I'm like, I'm not that popular. Like you can can (laughs) hire me, you can hire me. You might have to wait a few weeks, but um, your baby comes out who they come out. And this is actually, it's hard to believe or experience because I think we've been trained to be like you are the sole driver of your child's personality. (laughs) And that's just not true, okay? I have like, a Buddha baby, second child, who is like Zen in every way and very calm. And I had nothing to do with that. I can assure you, anyone who knows me for five seconds is like, oh, I mean, she's very much like my husband, but even she's very much her own soul. And, um, uh, you know, I would actually suggest and what I'm going to talk about today is actually less about sleep and more in some like great um, parenting philosophies that I really love that will really help you um, uh, feel better about whatever happens, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be the baby that comes out like um, who's so chill and you, I'm sorry, you have no responsibility for that. You didn't do that. That's not because (laughs) you're cool or chill. (laughs) (laughs) anyone um and then you're gonna have the baby who you know might have some tummy troubles or colic or can't get comfortable or needs to be a Mm -hmm. mom and dad and there are going to be these parents that beat themselves up that they've done something wrong right and really i'm here to tell you if you're pregnant if you have a newborn it isn't your fault okay this is just this is just the spirit you know this is this baby's little spirit and and i think about you know, Winnie, my first was such a great sleeper, um, and and she was, and we we lucked out. But when she didn't like something, she really let you know about it in in her big, 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 big feelings. I remember like. <laughs> uh, Brad walking up and down the hall, back and forth, back and forth with this baby who just didn't chill. And, and the funny thing is when I think back to that, I'm like, she's always been who she is. She's Mm -hmm. always been this way. Winnie is lovely and smart and loving, but if you cross her, you (laughs) better have a shield and, (laughs) and run.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and that's a bit of a juice and trade. I think the big (laughs) feelings. Yeah. We're all big feelers.
0: All the men, the women, you all have them. They're (laughs) all just, they're all there. It's so great though. I have to say, (laughs) you know, like, uh, you know, Brad is so emotionally, available and aware, and he'll hate that I'm talking about this, so I'll, I'll <laughs> cut it down, but all the men in the juice of yeah, family are all so. the, it's, it's just amazing. You know, we were mm-hmm. all just recently together and I, that was the thought that I had. Um, yeah. it's, it's great. So, uh, yeah. yeah, like, uh, whoever raised those children or, or the DNA <laughs> that allowed that to happen. Look, I'm, I'm yeah. totally contradicting myself, but, um, what I will say is like, kids Kids come out, who they come out. Okay. Yes. And there's going to be a whole bunch of different scenarios that we can't really control. Um, so even when I'm doing a discovery call with a newborn, uh, parent, um, and they, they're so desperate to work with me. I do work with newborns. I work with them only for, um, I, I now only do a minimum of a four month, Thing. So at the end, mm-hmm. if, if our newborn work hasn't worked and your child is still like they can't sleep, we can do some gentle sleep stuff to get them sleeping at a point where they're developmentally able. Um, yes. But I think when people are ready to hire a consultant in their, their newborn phase, it's because they want me to come in and like fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I would, if that existed, I would have done that and I would have paid many, many, many thousands of dollars to make that happen. Um, and so, uh, but you can't always, you can't always because of a lot of different reasons. So they call it the fourth trimester for a reason. Um, yes. and the fourth trimester is basically, uh, like our, our babies are too big for our body. So our bodies expel them basically. And then they, they, you know, you can get lucky and that baby's okay with being out. And then there are some babies and it's, it's just very normal, natural who are like, I'm not ready. This is too much. I need, I can't, (laughs) I can't look at anyone yet. I'm not ready. Um, It's a big change. uh, Yeah, exactly. And this is where I go down to like a philosophy that I hold of like, let's give our babies and child and children some credit right like i just came out of the womb that is some big shit. that is a huge change uh i'm starting school and i'm not really sleeping well yeah yeah it's a huge (laughs) change we just moved houses i didn't sleep well for the first week I mean, I, there are times we, where we don't sleep well, we're experiencing stress and, and, you know, give your child the benefit of the doubt for those reasons. So, um, there's a few things that I'm going to suggest right now before we even talk about anything sleep, and I am going to talk about sleep. So, uh, number one, I have a, a newborn podcast that I recorded with, um, um Marley Cohen and cheese from the Instagram handle at kale underscore and underscore crunches spelled with a K uh and I just I love her account like I'm so past the baby stage but she's, she's pretty real and good. She's a great account to follow. Um, but it, we talked about newborn stuff. So take a listen to that just for like, some good stuff. And I'll talk about some of that again. There's a book called The Awakened Family, um, by Shefali Sayberry. I, th- I think I'm saying her name right. Um, she also has a book called The Awakened Child and she talks a lot about, um, as a parent, not placing your expectations essentially on your child's um, and and honoring the child in front of us and i yeah. love that like Absolutely. what can we do to honor this child in front of us we can it's not to say we we take a backseat and we're like we do nothing we do nothing we say good luck uh i honor you so much that you can do whatever you want we can set up limitations and boundaries and structures for our child, for them to thrive in. Mm-hmm. But in the end, how they respond to those is going to be their decision, right? The other, I don't, I have an audio book, but I don't have a physical book. Uh, oh, I know what I'm going to suggest to you too. You have six weeks. Oh, you're yeah. going back to school. Uh, okay. I have time to read. To That's these. Okay. I read a okay. lot. Okay. Meredith, Okay, good. Or listen to them on your commute. Do you have a long
1: commute? Well, I'm actually okay. doing distance learning, so no commute.
0: Mm.
1: I'm working from home.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so good, though. I'm glad that they did that for you. Yeah. Um, okay, so then um, I'm going to suggest Everything by Janet Lansbury. Um, Janet Lansbury is a parenting expert out of LA. She has a podcast called Unruffled. I actually base kind of was inspired by her podcast or mine because she reads letters. She's like Dear Abbying on her podcast, but I can't do that. I have to talk to people or else (laughs) I just get, there's no structure for me, no one to keep (laughs) me. I can just go and uh, the first season I did it, I was like, I hate this. but Janet Lansbury talks a lot about honoring those big feelings of mm-hmm. your child. That we don't have to put them down. We don't have to suppress them. We'll allow them to be upset by your boundaries and structures. That's okay for them to feel that way. Um, but you, she kind of um, uh, talks a lot about the ideas of of being the leader in the house. Like your children really want you to be a leader and they want you to have those structures and children love them. Um, so I just, I think those two books for sure required reading for you just as a philosophical, um, (laughs) I mean, I'm pushing my philosophies on you. Uh, obviously, if you're here and listening, I think we're probably in line. Um, but yeah, that's sort of where I kind of uh, I design my programs and and what I kind of reach to my clients. So and I, those two books.
1: I really agree about like feeling all your feelings. All your feelings are good feelings. Mm-hmm. It's what we do with those feelings that is important.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're a teacher, right? And I feel like teachers uh, as parents i mean i'm i i'm oversimplifying this but i think that because prior for most teachers they were a teacher before they were a parent Mm -hmm. um that you understand that kids come in all different ways (laughs) yes and (laughs) it's generally not the parents' fault that they are doing whatever they're doing, or they're having a feeling, and um, I think it can allow you to come at this just pretty open yeah. um, about that. So then, okay, you've done that reading. I would actually read this book before you do anything else, and then I'm going to talk about sleep. I promise. Um, this is Crib Sheet by Emily Oster. I've heard you. Have you read that. Expecting Better?
1: Uh, I've read Expecting Better, yes. I actually have it right here. It's on my bookshelf.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) I knew you would. I feel (laughs) like we're alike in many ways. Crib Sheet is all about parenting decisions that are somewhat controversial. Breastfeeding, bottle feeding, co-sleeping, sleep training, uh allergies vaccinations okay and then what she does is she gives you the best research she she starts off the whole book talking about what makes a good study and if you're not even a parent yet or you're interested in studies or you're interested in how media shapes narratives on research and studies just read that only (laughs) to be like to just ask good questions because you know We're on a 24-hour news cycle. The media loves to be like, a new study suggests that drinking coffee grows horns out of your head. And then (laughs) you read this story, the study, and it was like, Yeah. That one, that study, um, used one person and they have a horn growing disorder and well, there you go. So you just need to be careful about that myself included, by the way, I have to be careful about what I am, um, talking about and preaching to my Mm -hmm. clients anyway. So she talks a lot about that and then she breaks down all of these decisions because in addition to sleep i am guessing you likely have anxieties about many things that are yet to come and this would like for me i feel a lot of calm in making data driven decisions um because i have all the feelings as well as you know i'm pretty sure i've cried in front of you i don't know when it's happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I've cried on this podcast. I I get emotional so easy. I my clients will be on the phone with me and they'll be really emotional about something, and I'll cry with them. So like you know, I, I cry. But um, why am I saying that? What was I talking about?
1: Uh, about studies about and making scientific yes based decisions. Yes,
0: because I have such big feelings. I have a tendency to not know how to choose things because Mm -hmm. my feelings really want me to direct a certain way. I am very calmed by people being like, I've done this before. This is what happened. And this is how she breaks down these things. So I'm not going to push you in any direction in how you choose to sleep with your child as long Mm -hmm. as it results in sleep. and. I think Grib sheet can help you make really great decisions based on sound evidence and data. And we need more of that these days. Absolutely. I agree. Um, so, in overall, this is what I'm going to tell you about your, um, sorry, has this been helpful
1: so far? It's been great. Yeah. It's always, I always, okay. I love to read, having resources okay. is a helpful thing to like refer to.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. So number one, you I want to lessen your anxiety because your body will produce hormones that will allow the sleep deprivation to be tolerable for you. So that's good. Yes. You won't really feel it as much as you would, you know, even the second time around or whatever, but I am, I, you know me, I love sleep. <laughs> and when I had Winnie, The first time she woke up to eat at night, I was like, here we go, it's (laughs) happening, (laughs) which is crazy. But I was so excited. And you will be too, to be like, I get to feed this baby. And this is like, it's just going to be a whole host of feelings that you don't even have yet. Mm -hmm. So um, that's coming. You'll be able to handle this. You will. this is something that people say and never do and it's also kind of annoying advice but you actually have to practice resting if you can and that might mean um like if the baby goes down you do like put her next to you in the bassinet or in a safe sleeping position somewhere and have a nap with her. Mm -hmm. Like you, you have to, you have to be okay with a dirty house. Um, If you are financially able, get a cleaner that you feel comfortable with, obviously that is, wearing a mask and being safe yes. or, you know, ask your mother-in-law, uh, or your, your mom get a, take all the help. Don't mm-hmm. be a warrior. It's stupid. I did that. Don't do that. Yes. It is stupid. <laughs> it's
1: the first it, grandbaby on both sides. So I've got to a mother and a mother-in-law that are both very excited to help. So good. Hopefully and, that- and
0: you know what you, you might not be ready. I wasn't ready to give my baby to someone yet. Like I remember, um, I think like Midge and Fred came over and they were like, look, we'll take the baby. You just go upstairs. And I went upstairs and I was like, "Brought <laughs> like my eyes are wide open. I could not rest. I didn't sleep. I was so anxious. Like what if she needs to eat? What if I, so maybe you're not ready for that. So give them tasks because people will want to help you. Yeah give them tasks that will help you make me dinner for three days. Make me a smoothie. I need food. I need my house cleaned. Yeah. Here are my, I need you to walk my dog. I, it, like get them to help you so you can be upstairs. Okay. This is another thing that I'm going to suggest. And it's not my, my idea, but a good friend of mine, Lindsay, after she had her baby, her husband basically quarantined her to her room and brought everything to her she didn't go upstairs she didn't do anything if you have the opportunity to just do that i really it's going to be a restful time for you a restful time for baby it'll be really sweet and calm let people come to you don't go to people it sounds like a little Um,
1: baby moon almost like a little relaxation yeah yeah
0: that's nice yeah and you know there are lots of cultures who do that and and like there are cultures who like don't let the mom out of the house for 30 days so she can recover Mm -hmm. and i'm like what oh my god there are mothers who go back to work yeah. At, in that time, you know what I mean? Like it's, so we really need to honor that the, a huge thing just happened to your body. Um, so, you know, I don't want to say sleep when the baby sleeps, because someone will punch me, but rest when you can and yeah. take help. That's what okay. I'll say. Um, yeah. And, and I want you to remember this, that you're not like, you're not failing. If you do that, you need to do that. Cause it's the, it's, it's sustenance. It's, Mm -hmm. it's physical Mm -hmm. and emotional sustenance. Um, the, uh, yeah. So then do that. Um, you want to make sure to, uh, so these are my two biggest pieces of advice that I did with both girls. They're amazing sleepers. You can start this day one, get a good swaddle day one, and, and they might not like it they may be like, ah, but they'll (laughs) sleep better once they fall asleep because they have a significant, uh, moral reflex, a startle reflex. Mm -hmm. So they'll fall asleep and then they do this and they wake themselves up. So if they do that, the swaddle keeps them nice and whatever. Um, if you go on to, um, my team member, uh, Andrea, Her her Instagram is at B B S underscore A N D R I A. R I A Andrea. She has a whole post on the four hundred different
1: swaddles she tried with her child and the best. I saw that about were sleep slacks? Were sleep slacks included in that one? Yes, I remember. Yes, 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 yes.
0: She's amazing it's really funny um so go ahead and read that there are lots and people be like what's your favorite i'm like they change all the time but i like the ones that zip up because Mm -hmm. babies can't escape and um it babies tend to tolerate it more Mm -hmm. if you if your baby likes to be wrapped even better you can use something like rappy Mm -hmm. um but maybe have a sample of one of each before you buy a ton, um, and, and try that. So that's going to get you a good stretch. Um, obviously you need to practice safe swaddling. So you want to make sure that the baby's hips are loose, legs are loose, arms are tight and that you're not overdressing, overheating, no blankets. We're not swaddling a baby and putting them on their stomach. We're not double swaddling. We have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. You can read those guidelines online anywhere. Um, then what I want you to practice again, this is day one. If, if you can, this is my asterisk. If you can put your baby down when they're happy, Yes. around every 45 minutes to an hour don't put a, a screaming baby down be like oh are they ready for their nap no i mean <laughs> they are not they're screaming at you you want to put them down when they're <laughs> cooling and they're happy and it's been 45 minutes to an hour and you can just pop them down and they're happy and then if they're cool with doing that you Walk away slowly. You don't have to be there if they're happy. If they're not happy, then you pick them up again and love them up. And you just keep trying that until you get it down. But really, I did that with Nora at day one and yeah. it was fine. Yeah. yeah. The more we normalize it and, and the yeah. more that we introduce them to our bassinets and our cribs, mm-hmm. it, you know, you pay it a lot for both. Uh, do that. Um, then when all else fails, <laughs> you there is a product called this new I seen about, this on
1: Instagram
0: okay so I'll talk I have to talk about it um it, you will have to sleep train after using it but it if it gets you sleep for three to four months, I don't know. I It might be worth it and you can resell it or you maybe even actually at this point be able to find it used for a lower mm-hmm. price. New, it's about, I think, $14.99 plus tax. Um, so that's a lot of money. I understand that. But I've heard wonderful things about it. Um, it swaddles babies safely and it basically replicates a parent mm-hmm. um, shushing, rocking. Uh, Dr. Harvey Karp, this is I have showed this book on another podcast. Here you go. This is the happiest baby on the block. This is a great book for newborns. Um, I like this book for newborns. You may want to pick it up. You may not just, I'm giving you the 411 here, but um, he talks about how we don't have the village anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't have a village. This is what we're missing. And I totally agree. What we do with newborns is like, inhuman it's wild that we can do it so he says this new is your village i put okay. the village in there so yeah. it's like it rocks it shushes it does everything and apparently mm-hmm. it's a wonder product it's also like close to two thousand dollars with tax so yeah um <laughs> Yeah. And you will have to sleep train after. So pluses and minuses, but mm-hmm. honestly, I I am a huge fan of like doing what works best yeah. for the parent because when you're well, the baby is well. Yeah. So my overarching advice for you that took me exactly 30 minutes to say is save yourself first in all situations. And I you'll know, be okay.
1: Yeah, like I know just what I know about myself that I'm not I don't I'm not my best teacher my best wife when I'm tired and so that was some of the anxiety about how am I going to be a good mom if I'm signing up to be tired for four Mm -hmm. months (laughs) so this is helpful you'll
0: be great it will be you know what I did it and I can't believe I did it and I think a lot of people can't believe I did it but it is also no surprise that I'm a sleep consultant but you can do it (laughs) you can totally do it every you know and and if you can't there's so many resources now and we're also at a point where it's really okay to say hey i'm struggling mhm so halt what can we do who can give me 2000 dollars for a snow <laughs> I actually, you know, I'm taking, I, when we were talking about what to get you for your like gift, right? I was like, Snow! And (laughs) I think everybody around me was like, uh, we don't know what that is. But I'm like, I'm telling you, she'll want this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that would be yeah. a very generous gift. I don't. think that's necessary.
0: It may require the entire family and extended yeah. cousins we've never met to, to <laughs> participate. But
1: although your sister-in-law, my cousin, did yeah. send me yeah. some swaddles for a gift, which was very exciting. Um,
0: Amazing. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. I have a great gift on its way.
1: So. I'm very excited. Thank uh, you. Very generous of you. Don't see, so
0: myself. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, well, I hope this was helpful. I thank you so much for volunteering your question. And I, I hope it was um, less terrifying than you thought it was going to be.
1: Well, it's, it's been great. And it's helpful to have, like you said, like those two big takeaways of like, these are things you can do day one. That's a very helpful, like I like lists. I like, let's try this. It's very helpful to have concrete steps of like, we'll do this, and then we'll do that. And that will help us. It's great. Amazing.
0: Good. All right. Thanks, Meredith. Thanks to everyone listening today and joining us today. Again, you can find me at Baby's Best Sleep on Instagram or www.babiesbestsleep.com for blogs, uh, resources, all of that good stuff. In the meantime, sleep well, go to bed early, drink a lot of water.
1: Bye.